It's time to raise your voice. It's time to be heard. Because everything counts. Everything matters. Good news. Christian values. Alabama's Christian Talk Radio. With Greg Davis. Priority Talk. It is Priority Talk Live. Glad to be with you here, Greg Davis. And uh, Stuart, sometimes you have to just wave at me and let me know it's time. <laughs> I get busy. And uh, anyway, we're here. Yeah. Right here on your Tuesday afternoon. Hope everybody's uh, doing fantastic today. Having a wonderful day in the Lord. Amen. A lot of back to schools this week. Blessings to uh, all the teachers who's, who are just now leaving the school because uh, it took them an hour to get all the kids uh, on the bus and picked up and all that kind of stuff. Uh, big back-to-school uh, prayer time. And uh, we certainly had a great visit yesterday with Tara Cole talking about praying. And praying for teachers was a big part of that uh, discussion we had yesterday. It's there at the podcast, uh, daily podcast. You can hear that. And should be on our Conversations podcast soon. I haven't looked as well, but uh, Conversations with Greg Davis. You may want to check that out if you uh, listen to the show sporadically. Sometimes we may have some guests on there that you really care about. Hey, we're glad to be here with you at 101.1 FM WXJC Radio. Thanks to Phil Williams for handing off. And uh, wherever you may be across the northern half of Alabama, welcome on into the program. We're glad to have you here with us uh, from uh, the North uh, Tennessee uh, state line, Alabama-Tennessee state line, and beyond all the way down into Chilton County and all directions and parts in between. Thank you, thank you, thank you uh, for all the listeners across all of the northern half of Alabama. We're glad to be here with you until 6 p.m. today. And uh, you can call us, 205-941-1011. Our time yesterday was a little limited for phone calls because we had two guests. Uh, Really enjoyed that uh, with Dr. Sharon Ford yesterday during the first hour talking about the Wait No More conference coming up August 20. Uh, Adoption, foster care, focus on the family, free, including lunch. Check it out, the WXJC Radio uh, website, uh, dot com, and uh, you can register for free. All right? It's at Valleydale in Shelby County coming up on August 20. That's a Saturday. Hope you'll uh, make it out to that. But a great talk with her about uh, the important topic of uh, foster care and um, adoption. Very important. Uh, of course, um, you can find us at PriorityTalkRadio.com. We're there. You can listen live, and you can also listen later to the daily podcast and the uh, conversations with Greg Davis. That's just where we post up some of the really good conversations we have with guests. And, and a lot of times they're sort of nationally focused uh, guests. Uh, and, and guests, it's not tied to a particular current event or something. It's usually a little broader discussion, uh, conversations with Greg Davis. We hope you'll check that out. But you can find them both at PriorityTalkRadio.com and our social media is there as well. 
Uh, we're broadcasting live on Facebook right now. You can find it. Everything good with that? I'm not looking at it. Everything good? All right. Yeah, we're live at Facebook, so you can uh, check in and see. No, I don't have the big, the bright red t-shirt on again today. Got a little feedback over that. Uh, had a different shirt on, I think, than I've ever wore on the radio yesterday, or at least on camera. It was bright red, and it really popped out, so people noticed that stuff. Much more uh, grayish today, so no, shouldn't bother you as bad. Hey, uh, coming up at the bottom of the hour, just in a few minutes... Uh, right after 4.30, we're going to visit with my friend Matt Clark, president of the Alabama Center for Law and Liberty, doing a fantastic job uh, as a conservative, nonprofit law firm and uh, constitutional attorney and uh, becoming a really good friend of mine. And I'm glad to have him on with us uh, in just a little bit. He uh, had an article this week at 1819news.com, another uh, another great, uh, uh, great friends of ours over at 1819. Uh, and uh, he, it's, uh, here's the title of it, Why Christians Need to Evaluate Secular Philosophies Like Marxism and CRT. Uh, you need to get his take on this. We'll talk about that coming up at the bottom of the hour. And then uh, Matt's actually going to be in studio with us next Thursday. He's going to be in town coming through and uh, going to sit in studio with me for a little while. So I'm looking forward to that. He's uh, been on the phone with us several times but never been here in the building with me. And so uh, I'm excited about that uh, for us to get. It's, it's one thing to do it on the phone or Zoom or where, you know whatever, but I like to get people here in the room. That's when we can really, really talk. Okay. Hey, we're taking your phone calls. We'll have a lot of time for that today. Uh, between now and the bottom of the hour, we're wide open for you. So now's a great time to get in if you want to. Of course, uh, the biggest um, story of the day is uh, what happened yesterday. I mean, uh, I, I, you know, the uh, the FBI raiding the home of a former president. That's the big story, and you can't get away from it. It happened last night. Uh, they say it's part of a records probe, and of course, uh, then the you know the White House he claims they claim to know nothing about it. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, now, whether or not Biden knew anything about it or not, uh, I may he he might not have known anything about it. They don't tell him anything. He don't. He don't know what's going on. But uh, other people did. You can. You can rest assured of that. Um, my take on it is this: I don't really have a problem with uh, uh, doing this to a former president when it's warranted, or anybody. Now, apparently, he had been he had been cooperating. And had given over lots of documents. Uh, you know, why not get a subpoena versus, you know, a, a search warrant and ask? Apparently, no one has made a case that they asked for something. You, now, you, you know who you ask for things from and you never get them? Or you get them a decade later? That's the Clintons. They're, they're still waiting on records from the, from, um, well, the uh, what what they call it the, uh, the the land deal they had going they're still trying to get records on that waiting on subpoenaed documents uh, what was that called Jason what was, what they what was that the uh, not Whitewater that was but what they call that they that scandal um, I'm trying to I can't hear you I'm trying to remember You're not talking about Russia Gate are you no 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 not Russia no way Iranian? back to the nineties uh, where Hillary was in the uh, the, the land deal, you know, and the guy committed suicide, Whitewater. apparently. What? Was, was it Whitewater? Water. 
Okay, I'm sorry, I, yeah. I got mixed up then. Why, yeah, why? they found the uh, the evidence in a trunk of a car yeah, in yeah, the yeah. salvage yard. Yeah, they subpoena all that stuff, and the Clintons never turn anything over. I mean, what about all the emails? Or I mean, so here's my problem. I I don't have an issue with um, holding someone accountable. I don't care who they are. Don't care who they are, former president or not. But if we're gonna do that, uh, let's do it fairly. And, hey, why don't we uh, get after uh, some of the Biden stuff? Why don't we get after Hunter? Some of these, why don't we get after the Clintons? Obama. See, all that gets talked about, but then it never really ever happens, right? And now here all of a sudden, they're raiding his home. Looking for who knows what. Planting who knows what. It uh, really erodes the trust uh, with the Justice Department and, and the FBI further erodes the trust i believe i got no problem holding anybody accountable i don't care trump or anybody but it's the unequal application of uh, enforcement that's the problem with me and you know if you haven't done that to all these others with everything that goes on then uh, we didn't need to be doing it this time either so that that's my take on it uh, Michael, he's up in Arab and uh, wants to talk about this. What you got, Michael? Hey, good afternoon, Greg. Yeah, yeah I just it's just an outrage, you know, and, and like others said, this is like something would go on in a banana republic. Absolutely. January 6th hearings, it's just ridiculous. And, you know, what concerns me is, is the National Archives had asked President Trump to come down there and look at some of those papers a couple months ago, and he said yes. You know, who's to say they didn't plant something, that this is all yeah. coordinated? No, I just, I think you were probably getting on the air when I said that, getting on the phone. Um, yeah, who knows what was planted? That, no one will ever believe anything they say out of this. Whatever they find, no, no one's going to, well, some people will believe it. But your people who aren't going to believe it, they're never going to believe it because they're going to say it was planted. Absolutely. Oh, the left will believe it because they still believe the Russian hoax, you know, lie. So they're going to believe it, but those of us that know better... They're never going to believe anything they find. No. Nope. And it's just an outrage. And I tell you, I pray for President Trump if he does run and, and you know, pull off another miracle and, and get elected. He would. I pray for his security because these crazies, there's no telling what they might try to do to him. No, you're right. I mean, you've got these radical left uh, Democrats. Um, they don't want him to run for president. That's one line of thinking. The other line of thinking, Michael, that I've been exploring is this. I said this last night. Well, I've said it before, but this just furthered it. Um, Maybe they do want him to run. And this is a way to sort of uh, goad him into running. I I think he was already going to run. But maybe they do want him to run. Maybe maybe they're less afraid of him than they are, say, Ron DeSantis. And and they want him to run, so DeSantis doesn't run. What do you think? I, I disagree with that. They, okay. they know he can win, and they know once he gets in there, he's going to do what he said he was going to do. You know, a lot of these Republicans, they talk a good game, but once they get in there, you know. Oh, you're right. No, they Trump, don't fall through. They know Trump will. Trump, no, I said this when he was in office, you know, after he first got elected. Whether you liked him or not, whether you agreed with him or not, or liked what he was doing, the guy did what he said he was going to do. He did. Absolutely. And these judges he appointed is thwarting what the left wants to do, you know, and they can't stand that. You're right. You're right. Well, it's just a theory that maybe they're trying yep. to, 
goad him into running, and if he does run, um, they they feel like they'll have more on him. I, I, there's a part of me that thinks they're much more afraid of DeSantis than they are of Trump. I, that's just me, but I could be. I, it's just a theory. Right. Yeah. Well, hey, man. Good to hear from you, Michael. Hope you're doing well, man. Oh, I am. Hope you are too. Have a good afternoon. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, Michael. Always a good call from Michael. Always well informed. We appreciate it. 205-941-1011. What do you guys think? What do you think's the uh, motive behind this? I mean, it is the, uh, you know, we can't say anything anybody else isn't already saying. It's the weaponization of the uh, justice system. It's unequal application. Uh, It is uh, taking out your political enemy. Uh, You know, we saw it done under the... uh, under the Obama administration through the IRS. You know, heck, Becky Garrettson sat right here in this studio and told us about how she was targeted back in those days. You remember, she went to had to go testify. Um, you know, um, we heard her story, exactly what they did to her. And now to think under this new um, um, bill that the House is apparently going to pass and Biden will sign because that's what he's going to be told to do, uh, the Inflation Reduction Act, or whatever they call it, uh, to reduce the inflation, they're going to get 87,000 new IRS agents. To Then that's going to reduce inf- uh, inflation. <laughs> uh, get ready, folks. Um, they're coming after you. Coming after all, They're coming after us. You better believe it. 87,000 new IRS agents? Uh, how many of those you think are going to be Republican um, people who vote Republican? Those new agents, mm. not many of them. Uh, that's the kind of folks are going to hire, and uh, that's who's in running this deal. And they are coming after you. You know, they stood up there today and said uh, Jean Pierre, press secretary, and said I didn't see much of her press conference, but the little bit that Jason and I heard was. Um, that they were not going to increase their uh, um, investigations or audits into people who make under $400,000 a year. Now, just like they weren't going to raise taxes on people who make under $400,000 a year, there's something about that $400,000 number. They've polled that number, and that number is the one that clicks with people. And there's enough people under 400000 who go, oh, I ain't worried about that. that. That's not me. Oh, yeah, it is you. That's just what they say. It is you. It's like when they talk about the uh, uh, when they talk about the the middle class. Um, they're talking about you. That's what they're talking about. Or when they talk, let me say, when they talk about the wealthy, you think they're talking about the middle class. No, wealthy is you got a job. That's wealthy. Okay. When they say upper, when they say, hey, we're going after the upper, whatever percent. That is you. If you got a job, and especially if you got a two-income family, that's you. Don't don't be fooled by it. And uh, this new Inflation Reduction Act, which yeah, it's really funny, we're going to reduce inflation uh, by doing the same thing that got us into inflation, which is just dumping more money into uh, the economy. And it's crazy the amount of money I know right now. Alabama is sitting on so much money. Alabama has got more money right now than ever. And I'm talking not by a little bit. I'm talking by leaps and bounds. They have There's more money sitting there to be used and spent. And that drives up inflation. There's so much money 
chasing uh, so few goods and services that the price goes up. And so uh, how do we solve that? Oh, well, let's just uh, spend another $800 billion. And they wanted to spend 3 or $4 trillion. You know, hey, you, you, I would say they're dumb, but they're not dumb. They know exactly what they're doing. This isn't on accident. These people are not that dumb. Uh, now, they might be depraved, but they're not dumb. They know what they're doing. They're crashing the economy so they can build back a new economy. And uh, and it won't be the kind of economy that you're looking for. In fact, it'll be um, uh, a socialistic economy, which we're, we're, we're way down that road anyway. And all they got, they're just they're just finishing it off right now. This is like the finishing touches. Okay, getting off on national politics today. I don't do that a lot, but uh, we're talking about it a little bit here. 205-941-1011 during this break. If you want to call, I'll get you in before the bottom of the hour. we got uh, about uh, seven or eight minutes when we come back, and I'd love to visit with a few of you. What are your thoughts? Thanks to Michael for calling from ARAB. Let's hear from you. 205-941-1011. Fox Mortgage, NMLS, 184762. Jim Corey, NMLS, 212-055. Six years ago was my opportunity to get the first loan through Fox Mortgage and Jim. He was able to get me a pretty decent rate at the time. And six years later, I'm looking at a refi. Gary talks about his mortgage experience working with Fox Mortgage President Jim Corey. I was actually with a military-friendly banking institution and was going with them initially. And then I had an issue with trying to track down a VA certificate of eligibility. And I called Jim's office. When I asked him the question, he says, well, any reason you're not going with me again? So I said, well, I, I thought I got the best rate. And he says, well, let me let me check. So he, he checked, and he actually beat the rate that I was currently thinking that it couldn't be beat. So he's a repeat performer. Uh, he's phenomenal in everything he does. He keeps the ball rolling. I can't say enough about how pleasant the experience was. He made everything easy. We went through and closed in less than 30 days. Hi. I'm Jim Corey, president of Fox Mortgage. I'm ready to help you with your mortgage needs. Call now, 661-6868. Fox Mortgage, where we're quick as a fox. When you work with Jim Corey and Fox Mortgage, you know you're dealing with integrity and people who care about your needs. Give them a call at 205-661-6868. Whether it's a first-time mortgage, a refinance, it doesn't matter. Jim and his team will find the best rate for you and the best plan. 205-661-6868. One Point USA is a security company serving churches and businesses in the state of Alabama. Don't wait until something happens to protect your employees and your valuable property. One Point USA's experienced staff understands your security needs and wants to help you before a problem arises. From video surveillance to card access control and commercial security systems, One Point USA has got you covered. Call One Point USA today at 205 701 That's 205-701-0191 or visit OnePointUSA.com. That's the number OnePointUSA.com. OnePointUSA. Be secure. Hey, Birmingham, we are Chosen Road. And you're listening to Priority Talk. And we are back in. It is 24 minutes after the hour. Priority Talk Live, uh, Your number, the number you can call, 205-941-1011, of course. 
Right here at WXJC Radio. All right, let's get on these phones here for just a minute. We got lines open, though. Come on, jump in here with us. A lot to talk about, and uh, we're going to get with Matt Clark coming up here after the bottom of the hour, so let's talk right now. Hey, Ted, he's out in Clay. What's going on, brother? Hey, how you doing? Good, Um, man. Listen, I'd like to to take this Trump thing from a little bit different angle. All right. Of course, you've already called it, which is logical, that if there was no... uh, uh, documents that he shouldn't have had, he's going to have some in there now. Mm-hmm. By the time it reaches the evidence locker, there's going to be some classified documents in there because, like you said, they don't want him to even be able to run for a second term. That's right. Having said that, how does that affect all these YouTube prophets where God told them, oh, Trump's going to be in office again by a landslide? <laughs> I'm with you, man. What does, what does that do to them? What What? What is it going to take for people to see these YouTube prophets yeah. are, are not? And let me ask you this one last question. I'll, I'll let you go to somebody else. Yeah. What do you think the chances are that Trump doesn't get the nomination but runs as an independent and splits the ticket, splits the party? Um, I, I, boy, I don't know. He's got I, a I lot of pride. Got a lot of pride. I think he'll get the nomination if he wants it because uh, they know that's what would happen. Uh, I, I don't. No, you're right. I mean, if he didn't get it, you know, he's he's definitely the kind of guy that would blow the whole thing up. There's no doubt about that. He he would be Ross Perot again, you know. Um, uh, no, you're right though about these online profit kind of deals. Like I I don't I don't uh, knock the gift of prophecy one bit, but uh, no, yeah, all the all this stuff with um with Trump and all this, you, you never hear me talk about that stuff. I mean, come on, you know, I, um, I, you know, I, I I don't believe that i believe it's a valid gift but i think it's uh sure is misused and, and counterfeited a lot i agree thanks for taking my call all right hey yeah thank you ted we appreciate it yeah i, I i'm with him i mean and look i i i get the books from these folks as well we don't do the interviews that you know i get the emails they all want to be on and they want to talk about uh, all the prophetic words they've got about trump and everything and um yeah i just i don't mess with it i mean some people may not like that, but that's just the way I am with it. And uh, no, I don't, I don't see any way Trump doesn't get the nomination if he if he wants it. And that's just my opinion. I, I don't claim to be any smarter than anybody else on this kind of stuff, um, but I don't see how he doesn't um, get the nomination if he runs. And and he's going to run. I mean, he's already running. I've been saying that all along. People wonder. When's he going to announce his candidacy? He's already a candidate. I mean, he's already doing rallies. I mean, he's he's a candidate right now. But if he if there was any chance that he wasn't going to run, he he's running now, because as he said, there's a lot of pride there, and the fact that he uh, got this happened to him yesterday that just fans the flame of I'll show these people the pride just continues to rise up, you know. So I, I agree with you, Ted. Uh, but I, I, he'll get the uh, he'll get the nominee. But if he didn't get it for some reason, I, yeah, I would not put it past him at all. And his and his uh, supporters, you know, the the diehards, which I'm not diehard over any politician. Be honest with you. Uh, but uh, the diehards, they they would even if he didn't mount a a campaign. There's enough of them that would write his name in. That, that it would do enough damage to probably flip the election. Yeah. Uh, I believe that. Hey, business owners, marketing can be overwhelming. Sure can be. And you need marketing in these day, in this day and time. 
uh, from your website uh, creation to uh, changing your website to your PPC, SEO, SEM, branding your company, your good, your services, uh, your social media, having brochures, everything in between. A lot of people uh, take that and they try to uh, uh, fill all these different holes here and there and throw money at this and throw money at that and waste a lot of time on that. Stop trying to piece it all together yourself. Get a marketing plan with purpose, and that's Dot Edison Marketing. Dot Edison, D-O-T, Dot Edison, your full-service marketing partner. They are your business outsourced marketing team that will save you time and money. Business owners, give them a call. Good folks, I promise you. I know their work, 205-332-3728, or visit their website, dotedison.com. It's D-O-T, Dot Edison, like Thomas Edison, dotedison.com. Quit trying to do it all yourself. Quit trying to throw money here and there. Hey, let them take care of it for you. It's worth the phone call. DotEdison.com. Greg Davis here, and I want to remind you of Priority Talk's longest-running advertiser, and that's Today's Family Dentistry, your friendly dental practice conveniently located in downtown Coleman. Make your appointment to see Dr. David Kim, Dr. Key Tan, or Dr. Stephanie Young, along with an experienced and certified team of dental technicians, along with a friendly staff, I might add, who serve both children and adults with a wide range of dental services. That includes general and restorative care, along with the cosmetic enhancements to meet all of your family's dental needs. Today's Family Dentistry accepts Medicaid for children under 21, Blue Cross Blue Shield All Kids, and most commercial insurances. Give them a call today and make your appointment, 256 739 3337. That's today's family dentistry located in downtown Coleman. Call today and make your appointment 256 739 3337. Today's family dentistry in downtown Coleman. And now back to Priority Talk with Greg Davis. My life be like. And we welcome you back in. Greg Davis here with you, and it is Priority Talk. Um, as promised, going to jump on here and uh, visit with my friend Matt Clark, president of the Alabama Center for Law and Liberty, a conservative nonprofit law firm, um, fighting for uh, fighting for our freedom, our families, and free markets, and all those kind of good things. He's a constitutional attorney. He's been here with us before on the phone and going to be here in studio with us next Thursday, by the way. And, uh, Matt, hope you're doing doing well today, my friend. Well, thanks, Greg. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. I'm doing well. It's always a pleasure to be with you. Thanks for having me on, my friend. Thank you. Well, look, man, you write a great article every week on 1819 News, and uh, I read it every week, and oh. it usually strikes – but some of them strike a chord with me, you know, uh, for the show more so than others. I mean, I could have you on every week. They're all great. Uh, but this one struck a chord with me today. Uh, you wrote uh, the title, Why Christians Need to Evaluate Secular Philosophies Like Marxism and CRT. Uh, tell us inspiration behind this article and uh, kind of lay it out for us a little bit. Well, sure. I, I guess if you really wanted to <clears throat> summarize the theme of this article, um, it would be part of the great commandment that I think um, I, I think we might be a little bit... Uh, inclined to neglect nowadays, which is love the Lord your God with all your mind. Mm. Um, you know, you go back to the, you know, what Jesus said, the two commandments were that all the law and the prophets hinged on. It's love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. <clears throat> um, and I think one thing that it's just been um, 
bothering me has been, you know, a, a lot of the big problems that emerged over the 20th century, uh, both in the theological and the political realms, um, were based on very deep um, very deep issues that were really worldview issues. Um, and the, the, the thing that delights me is that the Bible answers the fundamental questions that the world is grappling with, is that, that's trying to know. Um, you know, questions like, you know, who are we? Where did we come from? Yeah. Uh, how, do, how do I know? All right, that, that one is huge. And of course, for us Christians, well, God gave it to us in writing. It's, it's the Bible. That's how we know what truth is. Um, and ultimately, truth is, you know, it's more than just a written word. It's a person of Jesus Christ. But you know, God gave us, uh, you know, revelation in writing so that we could, you know, know with 100% certainty what the difference between truth and error is. Um, where are we going? Um, how do we evaluate the difference between right and wrong? These are all very deeply uh, fundamental questions to how people look at the world. And, and when you look at some of the things that happened around the globe in the 20th century, um, a lot of the times the clash was not between, you know, Christianity and, and other religions like, you know, good old-fashioned, you know, uh, Greek and Roman paganism or Islam or uh, Hinduism or, you know, anything like that. A lot of the times the clash was really between <clears throat> um, Christianity and, and secular philosophies mm-hmm. that uh, try to answer those questions without God, uh, either without God or with a very uh, watered-down, very perverted view of God. Um, and so for, for me, I found myself thinking, you know, if, if Christians are biblically literate, if we are um, in the Word, and if we are trying to conform our thinking to what the Word of God tells us, then really being able to spot counterfeit philosophies out there that are going to be doing a lot of damage to people, it, it's going to be pretty easy for us. Um, you know, a couple that I, I, you know, I talked about in that article were uh, Marxism and the and the related philosophy of critical race theory. Um, you know, Marxism was, emerged uh, during the 19th century, and uh, as I'm sure you know very well, and a lot of your listeners know, uh, it turned out to be very deadly. Um, an yes. estimated 100 million people are dead because of this. Um, but if you didn't know any better, uh, you know, it, it, if people weren't biblically literate, there are things about Marxism that might appeal to um, the average person, and not only the average person, but maybe the average Christian. Um, you know, one of Marx's um, most famous quotes was, from each according to his ability, to each according to his need. And, and you know, maybe even for some Christians, we think about how the early Church handled things in Jerusalem um, when uh, believers had a, uh, you know, had a need. It was, it was very common for those who had possessions to sell them to provide for, uh, for others. And, and so, you know, you look at that and you think, well, yeah, that, that sounds kind of biblical. But if you don't listen to the rest of what he's saying, and if you also don't listen to the rest of what the Bible's saying, um, you can fall for that. But then the Scripture says other things like, thou shalt not steal, which means that there is such a thing as private property rights. Yeah. Uh, it, it also says things if a man, like, if a man doesn't work, neither shall he eat, yeah. okay? So it's not just like you have the right to sit on your butt and demand that, you know, the rich um, uh, provide for you. No, you've got to get up and you've got to go after stuff yourself. Um, and, and probably the most fundamental problem with, with Marxism is you know, it took God out of the equation. And so when it's trying to explain why um, the world is messed up, the answer came down to, uh, well, it's private property rights. And so the solution really is to have one final revolution where we kill off the people that have. And then, you know, all the have-nots will be able to share everything in common. So, you know, Christianity teaches that the world is messed up because of human sin and because of the presence of a, a real spiritual devil named Satan uh, and, and his angels. But when you take the supernatural out of the equation, um, then 
when you have to explain why the world is messed up, you start making devils out of people, all right? And that is why there was so much bloodshed during the 20th century, um, especially at the hands of Marxism. Uh, critical race theory is very related to that. It's, um, it, it's basically Marx's view of looking at the world, except you swap out economics for race. Uh, that's, that, that's the simplest way to explain it. They, they view all of life as a clash between, you know, one race that dominates, quote-unquote, the system, whatever that is, and uh, other races that are suppressed and exploited by it. Um, and that is how they view everything in life. And while, while we certainly have had problems with racism in the past, and, and I think we've made progress with that, but the truth is we're, there, there are going to be some, there's going to be some level of racism until Christ comes, because racism is ultimately a sin problem. Right. Um, you know, it, 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 there's a big difference between that versus saying all of life can be looked at through the lens of race. All of the problems in the world can be understood through uh, the lens of race. It, it, it's simply not so. And, and then when that happens, um, you've got, you know, this is where you wind up seeing movements like defund the police, which, you know, if people believe the Black Lives Matter, defunding the police is the last thing that you want to do. Because if you take the police away, um, the the areas that are going to be hit hardest with crime are uh, the areas where it tends to be poorer, which unfortunately a lot of the times uh, are minority neighborhoods. So uh, th- th- this kind of thinking is insane. And um, but the, the the thing that really inspired me to speak up and say something is I've seen way too much of this within the church, and, and th- this is completely incompatible with a biblical worldview. Sure. Um, yeah. And I think the yeah, the solution is just for Christians to get biblically literate and think in terms of what the Bible tells us. If we do that, we're not going to fall for a lot of this garbage. Well, and you know, and you quote some here in your article, um, Christians are not literate and uh, biblically literate. Um, and you, you know, you quote George Barna, um, some stats from a few years ago, and George is on the program with us, uh, fairly regular. And uh, the numbers are even more alarming since than the ones you than the ones you quoted. There's some newer ones out actually that are even more alarming. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it is uh, that's really the problem. Is uh, we we uh, we're fooled by a counterfeit, and uh, you know a counterfeit looks like the real thing if you don't really know what you're looking for very closely. And like you say, some of these little tenets, you, somebody looks at it on the surface of Marxism and goes, "Oh, well, that don't sound so bad." Uh, but if you don't know how to look a little deeper or a little closer, uh, you you get uh, fooled really quickly. And I think that's what's happened to us in a large degree across our country. And it's it's a scary thought. It really is. Um, I think you hit the nail on the head uh, with this article. Um, what uh, What's the solution, you think? I mean, just to get people more literate? But how do we do that? Yeah, I, th- I think biblical literacy is, is key. I think, um, I think there are a few practical ways we can pursue that. Number one is, um, you know, just getting everybody in a habit where they read their Bible regularly. Now, I'm not going to, you know, sit here and say, you know, if you look in the Ten Commandments, you're going to find, thou shalt read the Bible, you know, uh, first thing in the morning. All right, you know, I, I think sometimes as we push uh, or we encourage uh, things like personal quiet times, devotions, Bible reading, um, we can come a little bit too close to making it a commandment, and it's not. So if you guys are listening, you know, I'll tell you, be free in Jesus' name. However, there's also no other commandment in Scripture saying things like you got to sleep every night, okay? Uh, but it's one of these things where... Yeah, or, you know, or eat three meals a day or something like that, right. 
Yeah, exactly. So we're not going to be legalistic about it. But on the other hand, the fact is, you know, um, God has provided some of these things for our well-being. And if you want to stay healthy, this is a healthy habit to be in uh, that will help get you there. So um, I think start reading your Bible. You know, I I know for, for me when I was a teenager and I started to take my faith more seriously for myself, First time I read through the New Testament, um, especially when I got to some of Paul's epistles, um, especially books like, I don't know, Second Corinthians, where it, he, he's talking a lot about his time in those cities and, and stuff like that, um, and there's a lot of cross-references between books. You know, I didn't understand all of it, but I'll tell you what, you know, the, the Bible, it's not just about, you know, reading a book and intellectually understanding the book. It, it tells us in Hebrews that it's living and active, it's sharper than a two-edged sword, it pierces to the vision of soul and spirit, joints and marrow, and discerns the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. So the Word will have a way of transforming you, you know, starting at the spiritual level and with everything else. Um, after uh, uh, after that, and then the more you read, the more literate that you get. Um, this is just Matt's opinion here, but I think another thing that we need is I think we need um, good teaching from churches, and it really varies. And I, I really don't want to go on a tirade of bashing preachers who don't do things my way. So, so yeah. please take this, you know, in the spirit in which it's intended to be, you know, to, to be gracious, but offering opinion here on what I think works. Um, Honestly, I'm more of a fan of expository preaching than yeah. uh, other uh, other styles. Just, um, but, I mean, well, I don't know, I think especially if you're a new Christian, and you know, let's say you're struggling with an anger issue, you say, what does the Bible say about anger? I mean, you know, hopping around to different, picking different verses that address a subject, that's fine. Um, but I think the more that you grow, the, the more that you get of the Scripture itself, and the more we cut out the ability to read our own interpretations into it, you know, the, the, the more of a, a solid idea we're going to get of what the Word says. So I, I think expository preaching is, is, uh, is, is central to the health of the Church. Um, well, I think any—I uh, agree with you. I think any good uh, pastor uh, probably um, should be uh, an expository uh, sharer of God's Word. Um, and and also there's there's different uh, outlets you know there's there's a place to study uh, you know a topic a subject and uh, and look at the whole council the larger council of God's word as to what it says to it but but if you look up and your pastor's never just taking a a passage of scripture a book of the Bible or a chapter of the Bible and working their way through it phrase by phrase or word by word that's what we mean by expository um, man. That, you need to have that. I mean, you're right. That's how you learn to study the Bible. That's how you you study maybe topics that you wouldn't just go chase down and bring up on your own. But when you're just going straight through the Word, it's there, and you have to cover it because it's there. And uh, that's how you get the whole counsel as well. It, it it's a it's a both and, but but it's definitely a both. You know, you gotta you gotta be uh, working your way through the through the Scripture. Uh, verse by verse, phrase by phrase, and even word by word sometimes. Is that fair? Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. You know, Greg, as I look back over my life and I look at most of the mistakes that I've made, whether it's been in, like, you know, my marriage or my practice of law or understanding the Bible, um, most of it for me really came down to when I didn't do a very good job of listening. Like, I did a bare minimal amount of listening and then read my own ideas into... Um, you know, what I thought was going on, and then I was like, okay, I've got it. And then, 
you know, when, when it came time to test what I had learned, um, you know, it, it, it didn't really work all that well. So I, I, the older I'm getting, the more I'm becoming a fan of, you know, the idea of be you know, quick to listen, slow to speak. And, mm-hmm. and the more listening that you do to the Bible, it's like, all right, let's, you know, let, let, let's slow down. Let's, you know, take it word by word. Let's get the context. Let's spend a lot of time sitting at the Lord's feet, um, you know, listening to what he says uh, carefully and thinking about it carefully uh, and, and applying it accurately rather than just listening to a few words from him being like, okay, Jesus, thanks, I got it from here, and then, you know, uh, t- taking the ball and running down the field before, um, you know, he's really got a good idea of what you're doing. So, so uh, you know, by, both personal Bible study and, and good Bible teaching in the churches, I think, is essential. Um, probably the last thing I'd say for how we fix this is I think American Christians... Um, have probably most of us have probably been infected with some level of a sec- a, a, a sacred secular dichotomy in yeah. um, our thinking. I, th- I think a lot of that really is due to uh, the U.S. Supreme Court saying for years and years that you know we can't have things like the Bible in school. That religion and public life are, are completely separate. So w- w- when we think about the Bible, we often think about issues like how do I get to heaven? Uh, how do I you know how do we do church? Maybe how do I uh, run my family, but you know the thing is, the the Bible really tells you how to conduct yourself in many areas outside uh, the walls of the church or or even of your home. And yep. so if we we'll, if we'll sit and listen to that, we're going to be a lot better off. Well, there's no doubt. And you in the article, if the church as a whole starts thinking biblically and adjusting be, its behavior accordingly, then the world will be a much better place indeed. And there's no doubt about that. Uh, it's Matt Clark. He's uh, the president of the Alabama Center for Law and Liberty. 1819news.com, a wonderful uh, website. A lot of our friends are uh, contributors there, including Matt. Matt, uh, off subject, are you going down to the ADF meetings uh, later on this month? Oh, I wasn't aware of uh, uh, ADF meetings. Uh, okay, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. All I, right. I, yeah, I just heard about it. We'll, we'll have Sounds to have good. that discussion, yeah. Maybe it's a different type of deal. Anyway, hey, yeah, man, hey, so. we'll look forward to uh, having you here with us next week, next Thursday, right? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for the invitation. We'd love to have you. Uh, Matt's going to be speaking at the uh, North Jefferson Patriots meeting uh, up at, um, uh, what's the name of the the coffee? uh, Is it Maker's Coffee? I'm trying to remember the name. Yeah, Maker's Coffee there in uh, North Jefferson County. And uh, he's going to come through Birmingham a little early. He lives uh, south of Birmingham. He's going to come on through a little early and hang out with me in studio next Thursday. So everybody listen in for that. Matt Clark, man, we appreciate your time, brother. Thank you, Greg. Very well done. Very well said. Thank you, man. All righty. We'll take a break, and we'll come back on the other side. Your thoughts, 205-941-1011. Priority Talk. This is Bailey. And this is Lil. We just bought our first home through Fox Mortgage. Sisters Bailey and Lil talk about their experience working with Jody Davidson at Fox Mortgage. So when we first started the house buying process, our parents referred us to Fox Mortgage. When they bought their home, they said it was just a great process. We used Jody with Fox Mortgage and she was very, very helpful, quick with our responses to our silly questions. Uh, Again, we were very not experienced in the home buying process. When we went to closing on our close on our house, we were told that we had the lowest interest rate for that day that they had seen in a while as well. They made the first time home buying experience extremely easy and a smooth process. Call 661-6868. Fox Mortgage, quick as a fox. NMLS, Fox Mortgage, 184762. 
Fox Mortgage President Jim Corey and his team create lasting relationships with all of their clients, and they've been helping many of our listeners across North Alabama. Put Fox Mortgage to work for you. Call 205-661-6868. That's Fox Mortgage at 205-661-6868. They're quick as a fox. This is Greg, and I want you to know about my friend Jeff Harding and Alabama Reliable Roofing. Your local roofing expert since 1998, Alabama Reliable Roofing provides residential and commercial clients with exceptional roofing services. Jeff and his experienced team are well-equipped to provide repairs and installations of shingle and metal roofs. Look, I know the importance of a roof and that it's one of the biggest investments you make in your home, place of business, or church facilities. Alabama Reliable Roofing understands this as well and has the experience to work with your insurance company in case of storm damage. So whether your roof has suffered from storm damage and needs repairs, or it just may be time for a new roof, you need an inspection to determine the next steps. Company owner Jeff Harding is waiting on your phone call and will be personally involved with every job. Call him at 205-369-9630 for a no-obligation conversation and a free estimate. Look at their work on the Alabama Reliable Roofing Facebook page and then call Jeff at 205-369-9630. Alabama Reliable Roofing, 205-369-9630. Hi, I'm Mark Phillips and you're listening to Priority Talk right here on WXJC. Greg Davis here. We're back finishing up hour number one. Uh, we got the rest of the uh, evening to visit with you by phone 205-941-1011. And uh, we encourage you to read Matt's entire article. It's, uh, there's a lot there to think about. 1819news.com. And uh, you'll find it there, Matt Clark. Uh, why Christians need to evaluate secular philosophies like Marxism and CRT. Um, well, they, they're doing a great job at 1819, and uh, uh, my friend Ray Mellick uh, has been uh, the editor there, and uh, you've heard Ray on this show a couple of different times recently, and he has just announced uh, basically his, uh, I guess, sort of retirement. I think he may still stay involved in some stuff, but I think he's uh, getting to that point where he wants to uh, pull back maybe a little bit on official responsibilities and just be able to work more uh around the uh, edges and uh, you know do the things that um, he's most passionate about day in day out so uh, ray mellick of course many of you remember him from his sports days he's uh what they call him a living legend uh, the alabama sports riders hall of fame or whatever it was recently yeah and he is all right let's get uh, back here to the phones uh nathan is with us hey nathan how are you my friend hey greg how you doing it's great. been a while yes sir Hey, I just wanted to talk about a couple of the topics of the day. One, I'm infuriated in what they're doing uh, with the raids on particularly the the right side of the token. But, I mean, it what, what we're going to have to do is stand up and march for equal justice for all. I mean, we've got a one-tier justice system. Yeah. And, I mean, it's horrible. I don't know anything else to say, but it, it it's kind of scary. And this, this, this nation is... Uh, more closely uh, reminds me of uh, the Babylon, the great harlot Babylon, because I don't see another nation that, that, that better describes this nation as the Bible states it. 
And I, one more thing I want to say, not to scare everybody, but the presence of the Antichrist, I think, is is uh, stronger than I've ever felt in 57 years. But the Bible does tell us to fear not, for these things must come to pass. You're right. I mean, a lot of times we, we pray things don't happen, but these are the things that must happen um, to uh, for the culmination. Uh, you're, you're right. Um uh, I, I don't. The spirit of Antichrist. I'm a little. Uh, you know. You say you feel it. How do you feel it? Just in. Kind well, of explain that to me. At, I feel more of the presence as if the Antichrist is one either born into the world, mm-hmm. and he'll come into his uh, his reign within what 32, 33 years, like Christ as Could. as an anti art to that he has been born and he's about to come into power. Yeah. So well, that's my two points. And I, there's certain, I, you know, certainly nothing wrong with feeling that way. I think we're supposed to feel that way. You know, we're we're always supposed to feel like uh, uh, the end could be near. You know, the rapture, the return could be near, and uh, and that that spurs us on to righteous living. So there's certainly nothing wrong with feeling that way. And one right. one of these days, one generation will be right. <laughs> Jesus said, "The spirit of the antichrist is in the world now." Now I'm saying that I yeah. feel like it's more than just the spirit. Hmm. Yeah, the mate. presence. I feel the presence. The presence. I got you. Yeah. Well, that's good, Nathan. Hey, where are you calling us from, Nathan? I didn't get it. Locust Fort. Locust Fort, man. Blunt County. All right. Good. To, good to. Used to hear call from in you. a long time ago. It's been a while. I remember your voice, and I was trying to. I was trying to put it all together. You used, did you used to call in when I was on on the other station before? I did. Yep. I worked at the station a couple of times as well. Ah. Remodeling on that first floor. You remember that? Uh, downstairs. Yep, I do now. The hallways. I, I got the, you. Yes, sir. Yep, I got you. I do remember that now. Yep. Good. Good to hear from you, man. Good to hear from Keep you. Keep calling Greg. us. We bye appreciate bye. you, brother. All right. Thank I will. you. Yep. Bye bye. All right. Yep. I do remember Nathan. Uh, knew I knew he sounded real familiar. Two zero five nine four one one zero one one. We're going to be open for your phone calls next hour, as well. Um, no more guests today. You are the guest. Let's talk with you. Uh, here on Priority Talk, and uh, we'll do it until 6 p.m. We're live here working for you. And uh, as we uh, finish out uh, this hour, let me remind you of uh, some of our great, great sponsors. We're not here without them. And uh, if your church or your business needs to get serious about security, call my friends at One Point USA. Uh, any, if you're hearing me, all right, within the state of Alabama, they can come and help you with security needs. Uh, most of the time we wait till something bad happens and then we get serious about it. Let's go ahead and get ahead of the curve because likely something is going to happen. It, it, you know, it's just a matter of time. Protect your property, protect your people, uh, your kids, your volunteers, especially if you're in a church or a daycare setting. Put those cameras in, it protects everyone. It's not as expensive as you think it is. And uh, you can do it in phases, and that's that's how they work with folks, okay? They say, let's do this, let's do this. They're able to identify the places where you've got the biggest risk, uh, the biggest danger, and their experienced staff, uh, they kind of can advise you in this, all right? No commitment, just give them a call and uh, talk through it with them. Let them come out and look at your property, 205-701-0191, from very small to very large, multi-sites. They work with all kinds of churches and businesses all in between. One Point USA can cover it all for you. Uh, check them out at 205-701-0191 or head to the website one, and that's the number one, all right, 
onepointusa.com. They want you to be secure. Security is key nowadays. All right. Uh, we appreciate you guys being here with us for hour number one. We'll be back with hour number two. Plan to be a part of the conversation at 205-941-1011. Priority Talk Live, WXJC Radio. Listen later. Find us, Priority Talk Radio. You can find the podcast on all your platforms or at the website, PriorityTalkRadio.com. And you can also find the link to our Conversations with Greg Davis podcast as well. It's all there for you, PriorityTalkRadio.com. It's time to raise your voice. It's time to be heard. Because everything counts. Everything matters. Good news. Christian values. Alabama's Christian Talk Radio with Greg Davis. Priority Talk. And we're back in for hour number two here on Tuesday. Thank you for being with us. We're live here at four minutes after five. Thank you for jumping in here with us at 101.1 FM WXJC Radio. Download the free app. It's there. You can listen live to the station all the time. All the great Bible teaching, preaching, and talk here on WXJC Radio. Download the free app. It's there. Easy to do. Also, we don't mention it nearly as much as we used to. MyHopeNow.com as well. If you like this station, you download My Hope Now. You've got all the folks, practically all the folks on this station and a bunch more that I know you'd enjoy listening to. Um, find us at PriorityTalkRadio.com. Easy to do. Uh, listen live, listen later, right there at PriorityTalkRadio.com. And our advertisers are there as well, those who sponsor the program. And uh, we're trying to let you know about good folks out there that provide good products and good services that I trust and uh, that I use, honestly. And uh, we hope you'll do the same as well when you have opportunity. PriorityTalkRadio.com. I know uh, that sounds trite to say we couldn't be here without them, but that is absolutely the truth. If you want us to continue to be here, uh, then uh, we need. that's one of the things we need you to do. We need you to uh, support our sponsors when you have the opportunity. And uh, I know a lot of you do, and we want to encourage you to keep doing that. Uh, our sponsors are getting good results, and uh, that's important, very important. Um, all right. Hey, let's get some good news in. All right. We, we talked all about the uh, the politics, and we'll get back to that, I'm sure, uh, this hour. Uh, the Trump uh, raid of Mar-a-Lago, um, you know, the uh, inflation, reduce inflation act or whatever they're doing that's not going to reduce inflation. It's going to make it worse. If anything, it's going to make it worse. Um, cause, and how do I know that? Because they're doing the exact same thing they did that caused the inflation. I mean... If something, if you do something and it, you get a result from it, 
and you do it again, you're going to get the same result. I mean, common sense. And uh, these folks aren't dumb. They may be depraved, but they're not dumb. They know what they're doing. They know. Okay, uh, but let's get some good news in before we get back to some of that stuff. We're doing a little kind of doing a little national, bigger picture stuff today. And Matt Clark joined us uh, with an outstanding conversation. Uh, we enjoyed that um, visit with him immensely. He is a, uh, doing a great job. Very smart, young guy, uh, president of the Alabama Center for Law and Liberty. I say he's young because he's younger than me. <laughs> so uh, that's what makes him young. All right, here's some good news. This being reported today, and uh, I'm just pulling this I, you know, off my uh, perusing on the Internet, and I thought, this is good. Uh, here's the good news. More than 100 million people worldwide have been confronted with the gospel through the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association's Internet Evangelism. Now, you've heard us talk about this before when my friend Wayne Atchison's here with us, who is the uh, his, Billy Graham uh, historian and uh, was the uh, curator of the Billy Graham Library. Um, and it's called Search for Jesus. And this is uh, data from the organization itself that they're releasing. Search for Jesus has now encountered, or they, they use the word confronted, uh, more than 100 million people with the gospel. Wow. Think about that. There's Billy Graham is still sharing the gospel. It was launched in 2012 as a way to uh, reach people with the gospel online. And um, you can go to peacewithgod.net. There's all kind of websites. Uh, they say uh, more than 3 million have indicated a decision for Christ and received follow-up. Uh, the uh, Internet users receive a gospel presentation, and they're matched with one of 1,400 trained volunteers who can answer their questions and chat with users online. They do it. It's live. They're sitting there ready to go. They do it in all kinds of different languages, English, Spanish, Portuguese, Arabic, Chinese, even sign language in Russian. I mean, they're reaching the world, reaching the world. Uh, Mark Appleton, I've met Mark before, director of Internet Evangelism, says we're following Billy Graham's legacy of spreading the gospel across the globe using every opportunity we have. The average person spends nearly seven hours a day on the Internet, so we want to meet these people where they are. Search for Jesus has given us the chance to spread the gospel like never before. That's pretty cool. I like it. And uh, that's that's good news. And uh, we like to share good news here on the program. That's, uh, that's good stuff. Uh, some more good news, a little different, but good news as well. Um, at least uh, it's a measure of good news. Of course, you've heard us talk about um, the uh, Biden administration and uh, using the... Uh, uh, leverages of the government to uh, to threaten uh, school lunch, breakfast and lunch funding over uh, their interpretation of Title IX, which um, we talked about yesterday, is, is they're trying to expand it to not only cover um, gender, but sexual orientation as well. And, uh, of course, they're using this now to, uh, to threaten school districts that they will withhold the federal funding that uh, provides the uh, the lunch program, free lunches, free breakfast, or reduced, you know. Now, it is funny. Our schools here in Alabama been a big deal, those of you back to school. They've went back to actually charging for the meals now. You know, the last, what, well, last year, I guess it was just last year, 
because um, school shut down. And then after school shut down, you know, they started uh, giving away all the meals. You know, they had, had them set up at churches and all those kind of things. And a lot of you probably participated in that. That was not a very efficient program, I might add. Any of you out there give testimony of that? Uh, I worked with churches to set that up. They were glad to do so. Uh, the meals were provided. You had It was different ways. Most, a lot of them had to go pick them up, bring them back to their community, and people come to the church to come get your meal. Now, this was during, you know, during the, the COVID uh, you know, fear phase. You could come and drive through and get your meal. And, uh, I mean, look, they, there was a lot of food thrown away and a lot of food given away. Nobody would come get the food. And uh, the churches, they just said they would just take it and go to the neighborhoods and start going door to door, just handed stuff out because <laughs> the parents weren't bringing the kids. Thought I'd tell you something, but hey, they wanted to spend that money. So uh, anyway, maybe some of you had that experience. Uh, but this is different. Now they are beginning to, uh, the schools are beginning to charge for those meals again, which I never really understood why we just across the board said, hey, all lunches and breakfast are free. I don't think, it wasn't for teachers, though, I don't think. But the, the kids, it was all free. D- didn't matter who you, didn't matter. Free. Uh, Daddy could make a million dollars a year, but that $3 meal, you, you it was free. So um, now they are, now it's back to, you know, you have to qualify. And uh, part of that qualification now is going to include that school districts uh, comply with the uh, Biden sex agenda and even applying this down to uh, private schools, you know, because they can apply for those as well. So here's the good news in Florida. Of course, all the good stuff's happening in Florida. We're kind of watching it and following here in Alabama a little bit. Grant Park Christian Academy, I think that's in the Tampa area, filed a lawsuit. Good for them. And they said the policy violates federal law and the school's free speech and religious liberty rights under the Constitution. They have 56 low-income students in their school who received the free lunches through the program. And uh, they filed a lawsuit. And uh, they, uh, they won. Or the, I guess they didn't, re- I guess they won, but the, the, the government said, okay, yeah, we'll fund them. I guess 56 students wasn't worth a lawsuit to the uh, federal. And so now they will be able to serve lunches to their student body uh, as soon as school starts, which uh, should be about right now. I'm not sure about in Florida. So uh, the school said um, that uh, they shouldn't have had to file a lawsuit to do this, basically. That they treat every child with dignity and respect. They never turn away a hungry child. And um, the provided government uh, funds follow uh, through the uh, grant Christian Academy's application confirms its exemption. It's a private school can continue feeding dozens of children healthy meals every day. We will defend other public and private schools across the country who remain under the burden of this unlawful mandate. Uh, that coming from the uh, legal counsel with uh, the Alliance Defending Freedom (ADF), who I was just speaking of with uh, Matt Staver, with uh, this Matt Staver's organization. I was talking about it with Matt Clark. So this is good news. Okay, so a private school. A Christian, I, I assume what's a Christian school, it does seem, um, are going to get their funding and not be 
um, compelled to uh, turn down that money over the issue of uh, allowing uh, boys to use girls' restrooms at their private Christian school. That's what it's all about. So we've talked about this a lot. It's a horrible situation. And honestly, I can't get a lot of clarification on where this stands in Alabama right now. If any of you out there have any insight into this in your local schools, have you heard anything uh, from your local schools saying, uh, have you got anything sent home, saying, hey, uh, if we're going to provide these free and uh, reduced meals for your kids, then uh, we've got to um, allow boys to use girls' locker rooms. Has anybody heard that? Because that would be a violation of Alabama state law. If so, it, it is a uh, bad situation made worse by the administration. But good good news for the uh, school down in Florida because they, they got out of it. Of course, they're a, a private school. So that made I guess that made a little bit of a difference. But um, there's plenty of lawsuits out there over this, and we will see um, you know what happens going forward with this but I I can't find many people who even act like they know know about this and I, we've had people call uh, I've had people contact me off the air even say they've asked their, their schools and their um, their legislators and they say they don't even know anything about it so I, I don't know is this is this even being implemented in our state I hope not watch out for it though watch out Okay, it's 205-941-1011. Um, I'll give you my thoughts again on the Trump situation when we come back. I shared last hour, but I know many of you uh, listen in during the second hour and uh, don't don't sometimes hear my, uh, my right off the top uh, when I get on the air. And so uh, I'll, I'll sort of recap that a little bit and take your phone calls as well uh, over this whole uh, uh, raid, basically, of Trump's home, a former president, uh, and a search warrant it's scary stuff it really really is and and it's scary but it's scary to me for a different reason than a lot of you may be thinking okay we'll be right back let's take your phone calls at 205-941-1011 priority talk fox mortgage has been such a help for not only me but my parents 15 years ago and now recently my brother and his wife just closed on their first home too so they've definitely made a huge impact on my whole family my name is Aaron and um, my husband and I recently started the first time home buying experience and we heard about Fox Mortgage through my parents they actually bought a home and went through the process with Mr. Jim Corey and his family about 15 years ago we were really impressed with Mr. Corey and his family and how personal they were and how they took our questions and really invested in my family with this first time home buying experience. Mr. Corey did a great job of calling me, asking me how I was doing, answering any questions that we had about the process, which I think is really important, especially when you're buying your first house. Call now, 661-6868. Fox Mortgage, where we're quick as a fox. NMLS, Fox Mortgage, 184762, Jim Corey, 212055. We are so proud to have Fox Mortgage President Jim Corey and his staff be a part of our program. Call them for your mortgage needs at 205-661-6868. They're the best in the business. This is Greg, and I want to thank you so much for listening. 
Healthcare that's budget-friendly and faith-based, it might sound like a pipe dream, but it's not. Christian Healthcare Ministries, or CHM, is more than just a way to handle expensive medical costs. It's a nonprofit that brings together Christians from around the world and enables them to support each other financially and spiritually. Monthly gift payments are low, and you can rest easy knowing your gift is supporting fellow Christians. CHM has been serving Christians for over 40 years and satisfied billions of dollars worth of eligible medical bills and for hundreds of thousands of Christians. They're a BBB-accredited ministry and the only health cost-sharing ministry endorsed by Dave Ramsey. Are you ready to live out your faith in all areas of your life? CHM, bringing Christians together through health care since 1981. Visit chministries.org to join a family of believers today. That's chministries.org to join a family of believers today. Hey guys, this is Mike Grayson from the band Mike's Chair, and you're listening to Priority Talk with Greg Davis right here on one of my favorites, WXJC. We return at 21 minutes after... You can call the program at 205-941-1011. I give out the number a lot because people always say, I was going to call, but you didn't give the number. (laughs) I feel like all I do is give the number. But I know how it is when you're wanting to call in and you don't know the number. All right, I've been there before. It's frustrating. And and then people call in. I go, how do they know the number to call? They haven't said it. So get the number. Hang on to it. Uh, 205-941-1011. Okay. Talked about it last hour. Took a few phone calls on it. Let's. Uh, I think there's probably more of you would probably have something to say. Um, I don't have a problem holding anyone accountable. I don't care if it's a former president, a former a senator, congressman, anybody. I think everybody should be held accountable to the standard of the law. I believe in the law, and I believe in enforcement of the law. If we don't like the law, let's change the law. That That's the way our country is set up. You know, we've got a world now where we just kind of pick and choose laws. You know, we'll enforce this one, not enforce that one. That's happening in our cities. Um, you know, you got cities that uh, just go, oh, we're just not going to enforce the marijuana law. Just not going to enforce it. I mean, it's a law. It's, it's the breakdown of society, quite honestly. I, that it's a Well, it's a result of the breakdown of society. Uh, so I have no problem holding anyone accountable. Now, a former president, should you try to work with them and, uh, you know, subpoena? And apparently they were working with Trump. They say things shut down this month. I mean, it'll be interesting to find out what they say they were looking for. Uh, I think the problem I have, and I bet a lot of you do too, is that it's unequal application of the law. You look around and you see uh, Nancy Pelosi and her husband, the stock market, no, nobody looks into that. I mean, that guy's a, he's the best guesser in the world. I mean, while he's drunk, apparently. Or he, he's getting inside information. Anybody looking into that? I mean, you talk about subpoenaed documents. 
Um, how about the Clintons? Uh, we're still looking for documents from the Clintons from the 90s. I was trying to remember the um, the uh, the case through there that that it was all a lot of it was related to. I mean, you talk about stall and you know can't find it. We're looking for it. I mean, decades until it just goes away. They know it. Um, how about Biden? To me, there's some stuff there. Maybe we should be looking into some of the documents going on with Biden and Hunter and the dealings with China. Maybe that's why uh, Biden uh, has the attitude about uh, Taiwan that he has. Maybe he's compromised. Or uh, maybe he's compromised when it comes to Russia. And I say that because that's what they accuse Trump of. And, And typically, whatever they accuse you of is what they're doing. Just the way it works. So why are we not looking into some of these things? Why, why are we not raiding these homes? Uh, we ignored uh, Hunter Biden and the, the, uh, the laptop, just totally ignored it, said it, said it was uh, disinformation. Why aren't we looking into these things? I mean, I got no problem. Look, if Trump, I, I don't put it past Trump to have done something uh, wrong. Now, we'll see. But no one's going to believe it at this point because uh, anything they find is in whatever they confiscated yesterday or seized, I guess is the better word. Uh, whatever they find, people are just going to say it was planted. So that wasn't a good way to go about it. And Democrats would do the same thing if uh, documents were seized and they would say, oh, that was all, you know, planted, made up, all that kind of stuff. So, uh, I mean, we just live in a time when we don't trust the FBI. You can't trust the justice system. We've already seen the IRS used against uh, political enemies under the Obama administration. That was the whole Lois Lerner deal. Uh, my friend Becky Garrettson, she got all caught up in that from little old Wetumpka, Alabama, wound up testifying before Congress over it all. When she sat right here in the studio with me and outlined how it all went down. So, yeah, you can't put it against the government to target political enemies. Uh, Democrats uh, definitely will do it, and I, I don't put it past Republicans to do it either. Um, but the only, the only reason Republicans wouldn't do it is because they're just too soft to do it. They're not, they're not as hardcore as Democrats are. I mean, Democrats are hardcore, bro. I mean, that's it. They're hardcore and they stick together. And Republicans are not. Republicans have room for different thought, uh, for different ways of uh, expressing things. There, there's variety. You, there is no variety in the Democrat Party. Not really. Not when it comes to the core issue. It, it's, it's, it's one way and that's it. So I have no problem holding anyone accountable. But we should hold everyone accountable. It should be equal justice under the law. And I think that's the biggest outrage here is that everything we see has gone on in this country for the last two years, last decade, last 20 years, last 30 years. When you look at all the stonewalling that's went on with documents, with all the cover-up that's went on, all the suicides, quote-unquote, that have taken place. And now, out of the blue, we just decide to go after Trump 
it's a um, it's a witch hunt. And now I was disagreed with, and that's fine. I, and I'm not saying I think this is absolutely the motive because I don't know that my mind can go to the point where these folks go for their motive. Um, but I, I threw out one scenario that maybe this is a, a way to goad Trump into running for president. Like, he, But he was already going to run. But uh, there is a thought out there that maybe, maybe Democrats are more afraid of Ron DeSantis than they are Donald Trump. And this was a way to sort of, um, you know, what's the right word? Goad. What's, what's another better word? Uh, persuade. Yeah, persuade or um, like almost like. Um, lure. Yeah, lure. There you go. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah, lure him. Uh, thank you, Stuart. Lure him into running. L-U-R-E. Lure him into running. to, um, st- So they can run against him and not Ron DeSantis. Maybe they're more scared of DeSantis. I don't know. And maybe it doesn't even matter. Because maybe it's all fixed anyway. It's a, it's a shame when you even have to think that way. But you do. And, you know, hey. You think uh, Democrats have... You think, excuse me, you think Republicans have uh, cried foul on the election and come up this time and let Donald Trump win and you're going to hear Democrats go nuts over voter fraud and it was stolen. They will start saying these same things that Republicans have been saying, only it'll be even more severe. I mean, Hillary did it after she lost. Then Republicans did it and they act like, oh, how dare you question an election? Hillary did the same thing. Uh, And if Trump were to win this time, you're going to hear it. And that's the sad thing about it, is you're hearing it on both sides, and that's really, really dangerous. Okay, your phone calls at 205-941-1011, Priority Talk Live. Hey, Priority Talk listeners, Greg Davis here, and I want to tell you about the newest sponsor to the show, and that's Pesty.com. Pesty.com is pest control just done better. Pesty.com uses pro-grade formulas to defend your home against all kinds of pests, and it's delivered directly to your door. It's easy to use and safe for the kids and pets. And at one quarter of the cost of traditional pest control companies, it's a no-brainer. Pesty.com is backed by 100% satisfaction guarantee. That means if you're not satisfied, they'll refund your money 100%. So check them out at Pesty.com, that's P-E-S-T-I-E.com, and protect your home or business this season. Make sure you use the promo code GREG at checkout. That's Pesty.com and use the promo code G-R-E-G at checkout to save 10% off your order. And now, back to Priority Talk with Greg Davis. My life be like... And let's say this about uh, all the situation going on. Um, This has been true, it is true, and it will continue to be true. That uh, really, the only solution that we have for the problems we've got in this country and in this world is... um, we is we need spiritual revival and and then from that we need a another great awakening that's what we need what will bring that because politics aren't going to solve it politics are going to continue to devolve uh, what will bring it uh, God's people praying 
uh, getting in his word, allowing it to uh, go deep into your uh, mind and heart, sharing the hope you have found in Christ with others around you so they too can know that. And yeah, it may be hostile in some situations, but you may be surprised. People are looking for uh, for something. They, they know there's a problem. They know they need a solution. And, uh, you know, it's easy to talk about politics and ignore um, the root of the problem, and that is just spiritual um, spiritual depravity. And that's really where we're at. We're, we're living out to some degree, who knows, to what degree. It's hard to say because uh, you, you look and you go, oh, it can't get any worse, and then it does. So to some degree, we are living out a Romans 1 existence. Uh, and uh, our... our um, our sinfulness and our uh, lack of uh, acknowledging and honoring God in our own lives and in our own families and our own churches, even in our own in this state and country, uh, it, it's it's costing us. There are consequences when you don't do it God's way. There's consequences, and so you know the solution to this is prayer. And uh, we should pray for for justice. God is just, so a prayer for justice is always a good prayer. You're you're praying God's will. I mean, He is just. It it is His character and nature is justice, and that's that's getting what we deserve. And um, there's there's a lot of justice to be meted out. Now, fortunately. Um, for us personally, uh, there's also God's mercy, and that's when we get. Oh, uh, that's when we don't get what we deserve, because uh, we all deserve hell, and we all deserve um, the consequences of our sin. But thank God that because of Christ, we are um, we can be saved from that, from our own selfishness and sin, and the. Uh, and, and to some degree, if, if we begin to live right, we don't have to live out the consequences of ongoing sin. And those around us either, because your sin always affects other people around you. And then there's God's mercy when he gives us what we don't deserve. And this country has been blessed with God's grace and God's mercy and he is patient but he will judge and I do believe that it, that's where we're, we're beginning at least to some extent and maybe maybe it's way down the road or maybe it's not I don't know it's hard to know because we just don't know the future we're starting to live out we're living out God's judgment in this land and, and we have been but it's a Romans 1 kind of thing uh, I've talked about it numerous times even here recently I won't I won't go back and just pull the, the passage out and go back through it because I, I feel like I've done it and done it but uh, it's depravity and three times God says he gave them over and if you just go read it you, you are looking at America and and the world to, to a great degree so so these political problems um, there, there really are no ultimate political solutions. Um, 
there, politics can put a Band-Aid on things. Uh, politics can be used to, to help correct problems. You know, government was given to us by God. It's, it's a good thing. It's, uh, it's there for justice. That, that's primary function of, of the government that God gave us, in my opinion. And, but even that is totally perverted. And, and we know that there's not equal justice. On, on many levels, there's not equal justice. Uh, we know that some get away with a lot more than others. Uh, our court systems are not always just. Uh, our law enforcement is not always just. Our investigated investigations are not always just. Um, and why is it not? Because because there's simple people involved, and there's people with uh, bad agendas and evil agendas and and evil in their heart, and and people that are all about power and and uh, and money. And and that's why. Uh, there's nothing wrong with the the plan that God gave us. We have uh, blown the plan overall because of our lack of uh, honor for God and His way. And sin will always corrupt, and corruption is always sinful. And and that's that's sort of where we sit. And uh, you know, I don't know about Donald Trump. I you know. Uh, I, I like to think the guy on some level is a believer, maybe a, 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 a newer believer. That, that's what I have been told about him by people that know him. I, I know some, some people who ministers and people that have been very close to him. And, and they say that he's just a very immature believer. Now, that's been a few years ago. There, there's been plenty of time for growth, and maybe he has. And we, you know, it, it's hard to judge someone on that level. You don't know. Um, but but I, I pray that he is, and, and I pray that he's done the right thing. And if he has, uh, he ultimately w- will be vindicated. If not on this, uh, on this side of eternity, he'll be vindicated on the other side. I believe that. Um, what do you think? 205-941-1011. Try not to preach, all right? Just trying to talk here. But but I, I, I don't like to just always talk politics and never really remind you what it's really all about. It, it is, it's not a political battle. It's a spiritual battle. And we have to remember what's going on here. And, and it's easy to get frustrated and it's easy to get mad and angry and, you know, just, you know, get which is called spitting mad. I mean, that, that's easy to do, okay? And, and it happens to me as well, all the time. But uh, the truth is, uh, getting mad, there's a, there's a righteous anger, of course, and there's nothing wrong with that. But uh, that our, our mad or our anger should drive us toward, uh, toward drawing closer to God, uh, rebuking sinful uh, desires and habits in our life, uh, doing what we can do to make our land a more righteous place. It just happens person by person. It just happens family by family. It just happens church by church and community by community. That's the way it happens. And uh, we need people that will uh, will live right, act right, speak right, do right. And uh, we didn't get in a mess, I don't think, totally overnight. It's It's been a long time coming. 
and it's you're not going to get out of it overnight. It's going to take a, it, it takes time to uh, to turn the turn the tide, so to speak, of evil. Not an easy thing to do. Okay, you guys are awful quiet. Um, let's hear from you. 205-941-1011. Um, I'm fine to listen to you guys for a little bit and see what you think. Uh, what are your um, impressions of this? And I, I respect uh, uh, your opinion and uh, your insight and your wisdom into this. Maybe I'm uh, saying some things that aren't quite correct or things that you would totally uh, say it the same way. If so, call in and let us know. I, I'm, I'm totally fine with that. Um, the, but the politics side of it is important. Okay, I mean, who we have in leadership and how they act and how they behave, it definitely flows down. There's no doubt about it. But how we act, how we behave, and it, it flows up as well. It works both ways. But we are told to pray for those who are in authority over us. And look, uh, when Paul wrote that to Timothy, I mean, look, they knew something about persecution. They knew something. They were living under a Roman empire. And, uh, you know, when we go to Israel... We learn a lot. You learn a lot about Roman life from a couple of thousand years ago, and uh, we, we walk into um, coliseums where Christian people found their 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 death, their fate, at the hand of uh, barbarians or wild animals for sport. We 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 literally stand in those places where it happened. And uh, and you begin to think about the, the faith of some of those people and the, the quotes that you got from a lot of them um, that died right on the spot and uh, never would renounce Christ. It comes real when you stand there and you go, this is where, this is where it went down. Yeah, right there. Uh, that's where the, the animal, the lions, or whatever it might have been, came, they came right out of there. And these people were right here on this very ground where I stand. Yeah, it, it becomes real, and you begin to think about martyrdom and all of those kind of things. And uh, we may, you know, we may get to that point, some measure of that here in our country. I mean, it, it does cost you something to stand for Christ. It does now. Uh, now, nothing like it does some places. We're still very blessed uh, and maybe maybe overly blessed to the fact that we absolutely take it all for granted. All right, let's get a couple of phone calls in here. Uh, and then we'll take our final break. But we've got time for uh, one or two more if y'all want to call. 205-941-1011. Eldridge, Alabama. Dion's with us. Go ahead, sir. Mr. Greg, when I was a child, there we had like a 80 20%, 80% in church on Sunday, and you had that 20%. Yep. Through the years, that slowly flipped the other way. I would say right now where I live, it's about 60-40. And the whole thing is never going to get any better until Main Street America gets back closer to God. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying, and I—that's a great way to say it. Dion, when did you? Uh, was there a a certain time period where you really saw a quick falling away of, of say that th- those numbers you were giving? Was there like a decade I, or a certain period of time where it happened at an accelerated rate, or in the eighties? Mid eighties. And why, why do you think the mid-'80s? What, what do you think was the impetus of that? Just going from what I saw, Yeah. 
just personally around there how many people uh like i say when i was a real young fellow just about everybody was in church from 10 to 12 on sunday morning right and most and most of them in the evening but slowly but surely we quit going on wednesday night we quit going on sunday evening and we show up just for preaching on sunday morning yeah and hey and guess what back in those days you didn't even have to lock your doors or anything harley did you no, and they'd go and sit there with no air conditioner and use a little hand fan and sit there with the windows open. You know, they wanted to be in church. Yep. Well, you're right. I agree with you. And that that's going to be the solution is uh, getting back to God. And one way to do that is is uh, definitely uh, being, in, being in good church and uh, being discipled and learning the Word and applying it to your life. And they got to get back in there and be more than just a number in the pews. Amen. Dion, thank you for the call, man. Always uh-huh. always a lot of wisdom from Dion. Thank you, man. We appreciate it very much. All right. Um, Tony's next. He's up in Gadsden. Talk about the Antichrist. What's up, Tony? Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. We, we in the church. We in the church. All right. Tony, I'm going to put you on hold because you're breaking up on us. Uh, check back with him, Stuart, and see if he gets a better sell. And while we do that, I'll talk to Robert. He's out in Tuscaloosa. Hey, Robert, good to hear from you, man. Greg, let me tell you what, thanks for putting the scripture back in this topic, because that really brings it all home, you know. You hit the nail on the head on the spiritual and the daily battle we're fighting as Christians, you know. And let me tell you, I had a chance to go to the Coliseum there in Rome, Mm -hmm. and actually walk on that walkway. Mm -hmm. And you're so correct about that. You could see where they brought up the lines in certain positions. They had these elevators, they would crank them up. Yeah. But you're so correct. Uh, we've got some tough times ahead, but we're going to keep praying and keep working. Well, that's right. And and the good thing is, ultimately, uh, our faith, our trust is not in this world or whatever it can offer us. Uh, we're, we're seeing way beyond that, and, uh, and that's going to be just fine. You got it. God bless. Yeah. Hey, Robert. Yeah, good call. I appreciate that. Yeah, and you're right. He, he's right. I've never done the Rome, but uh, we, we see them there in Israel. Uh, one there in particular right there at uh, Caesarea, uh, which is where Paul was imprisoned uh, as he waited to go to Rome. And, uh, you know, we, we stand right there in the spot. And uh, you, you begin to think about martyrdom. You begin to think about persecution. It, it really becomes real. If you'd like to go with us and uh, experience that and so much more in Israel next summer, email me, greg at prioritytalkradio.com, and I'll send you more information. All right, I'm going to go to break. Tony, call us back. Every now and then, Tony catches a bad sell on us. It must be wherever he's driving through for work or whatever. Call us back, Tony, because I'd love to get you in here after this break on the other side. You know how it works. We'll be right back. It's Priority Talk Live. Priority Talk. Marketing can be overwhelming. From website changes, PPC, SEO, SEM, branding, social media, brochures, and everything in between. The marketing landscape is vast and full of holes to lose your money. Stop trying to piece your marketing together. Start marketing with purpose. Dot Edison Marketing is your full-service marketing partner. They are your business's outsourced marketing team that will save you time and money, all while building a traditional and digital foundation for your business. Call them at 205-332-3728 or go to their website at dotedison.com. 
Hey, this is Greg, and ever since the first time I visited Israel in 1999, I've encouraged others to also experience the land of the Bible for themselves. I'm wondering if you've ever dreamed of visiting the Holy Land and walking where Jesus walked. If so, why don't you pray about touring Israel with me in the summer of 2023? We will experience a 10-day pilgrimage that will include visiting biblical sites around the Sea of Galilee and actually taking an inspirational boat ride on the same waters that Jesus walked upon. We will also visit the holy sites in the city of Jerusalem, including Golgotha and the Garden Tomb. You'll also experience the Dead Sea and many significant Old Testament sites. The Bible will come alive to you like never before. Are you interested at all? Email me, greg at PriorityTalkRadio.com, and I'll share with you much more information about this trip of a lifetime. Email me, greg at PriorityTalkRadio.com, for more information on traveling with me to the Holy Land in summer of 2023. I'm Papa Joe, and you're listening to Greg Davis on Priority Talk. Okay, we're back in for our final few moments here, and uh, let's get another phone call or two in here. We can do it. Uh, Tony, if you got clear, call us. We'll try to sneak you in. Uh, but let's head up to Gunnersville and get Mike in here. Uh, well, you know, Mike. Hey, uh, Greg. Uh, listen, the, the little bit that you, uh, you know, your thoughts, I, I really appreciate those. I really appreciate those. Just want to let you know. I, Thank you. I think you're right on with that. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I, you know, and I, I will say this one little thing too that I uh, uh, originally, when uh, Donald Trump first ran, I I wasn't a big fan of that mm-hmm. um, because uh, you know I thought of him as being like this playboy and this mm-hmm. you know. Me too. Uh, I was the same way. Yeah, I, I thought he was. I thought he was entertaining, um, but I didn't. I didn't vote yeah. for him in the primary in 2016. Exactly. I did not. Matter of fact, I even went so far. The candidate that I was supporting had already withdrawn, but I voted for him anyway in the primary. Yeah. But I'll tell you, I I think I agree with you. He did what he Donald Trump did what he said he was going to do. He did. And and the vast majority of the things, I think the vast majority of the things that he did, I agree with, and so I appreciate that. But but just in in what you know in the the theme or the or the the, the, the you know in the spirit of what you were sharing before, uh, I really uh, I really believe it, what I what what I need in my heart is to remember. Ephesians six twelve, and what Ephesians six twelve? I'm going to read that from the New American Standard uh, uh, version. Okay. For our struggle, struggle doesn't say our warfare or our or even our fight, mm-hmm. but most most of the translations will say either struggle or our wrestling. Yeah, I think the word yeah, it's a, or, there, the word there is sort of that 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 Greco uh, Roman uh, wrestling concept. Right. That's right. Right. Our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers. And we can say, oh, well, that's, 
those guys in Washington now, you know, but no, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in heavenly places. And and we always need to remember that that ultimately behind all of this is Satan. And we really need to be praying that people will come to a saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because when that happens, they change. They may not agree with us completely, you know, uh, politically, but boy, there will be changes in their lives. And um, so that that's what I need to remember because I get I get so mad so easy. Yep. And it doesn't it doesn't achieve anything. So uh, so anyway, that's just what I, I had to share. And, and I deal. appreciate you talking about this today. Yeah, uh, thank you, Mike. Chris. Great great phone call. Perfect perfect timing. Perfect scripture. Thank you, man. We'll talk again soon. Uh, very good. All right, uh, let's finish it out today with uh, Tony. Hopefully, he's uh, we can hear him now. Hey, Tony. I hope so. I'm closer to home. There you go. But uh, my, I, I had a question for you. Since Satan doesn't know the timetable, wouldn't he have to have an antichrist ready at all times? Yeah, that that's a that's definitely a, a theological uh, discussion. There that that makes a lot of common sense. It really does. There, there's there's always somebody um, that could be, and when the when right. the circumstances uh, line up. Uh, then Satan's uh, man will, uh, you know, will 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 appear. Will emerge. That's, That's right. Emerge. Right. That's right. All yeah. right. Y'all have a great week. All right. Yeah. That's Bye-bye. a great point. Um, because Satan doesn't. He's not all knowing, and he doesn't know uh, when, um, when all things are going to come together and culminate. That's that's God's timetable, and so uh, yeah, I agree. I, I think there's a, I think there's been. Um, a lot of people, I agree with you. A lot of people live through the years that uh, that could be used in that way by Satan, and uh, and likely now as well. Great point there, uh, Tony, for sure. Uh, all right, hey, we'll wrap it up right there for today. And uh, thank you guys. We it's good to hear from all of you. Didn't hear from any ladies today though. Where's the lady callers at? Where y'all at? Come on now. Uh, good to hear from you, Michael. Ted, Nathan, Dion, Tony, Robert, Mike. Good to hear from you guys. Thank you very much. And we did hear from some yesterday. We had uh, Miss Evans. We had uh, Amanda. So we got we got the ladies. But y'all call us, and uh, we'd love to visit with you as well. We need we need all those perspectives. Um, we'll be back on Wednesday, and uh, with a brand new live show right here in Studio Ten Eleven. Don't forget, you can uh, catch this show later if you want to go back and uh, listen to what we were just talking about. My comments were made just after the bottom of the hour. Uh, That will be posted here later on, and you can find it at Priority Talk Radio. That's our daily podcast. And then also uh, find uh, some of the great conversations that we have with special guest conversations with Greg Davis. Jason, is that uh, conversation yesterday with Tara Cole, is that that conversation? I thought it was. Uh, if you missed our conversation yesterday with Tara L. Cole, Million Moms Praying, and uh, she's got a really neat devotional book, a, a prayer guide book for moms to pray for your kids during this new school year. If you missed that, you can find it, Conversations with Greg Davis. And the easiest way to find all of that is at PriorityTalkRadio.com, and you'll find it. It's easy. It's right there uh, at the website, one click away. Conversations with Greg Davis. 
or Priority Talk Radio, our daily podcast. Have a great, great evening, everybody. God bless you. Be careful out there. There's a lot of rain right now across the area. Uh, not raining here where we are, but um, but there is some 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 heavy rain in some places and light rain in others. So let's all be very careful out there. Have a great evening.